Oh, you know something about Eastern mysticism, my dear? Pierce responded like a teacher pleased with a bright pupil. The Vale of Akasha. Or, I should say, one of the veils. The masks were used by the priests of an ancient cult in their ritual ceremonies. Died out long ago. And the masks are said to be quite rare. <laughs> you are correct. Pierce looked pleased that someone had opened the opportunity for a lecture. There was supposedly an original veil of Akasha, on which this and others were based. That, unfortunately, has been lost in antiquity. Still, this one is a beauty truly amazing. For although they glitter like the finest stones known to man, the gems are nothing but worthless quartz. Even the mask isn't real gold. Junk, exclaimed Pierce's nephew. James could barely stand from all the alcohol he'd consumed. Words slurred, he began a tirade on how his beloved uncle was spending his family's inheritance on worthless items of morbid curiosity. His sister Sharon chimed in like a five-year-old deprived of her ice cream by saying it wasn't fair. Horace and Evelyn attempted to ingratiate themselves by praising the collection profusely. But that just attracted the ire of James and Sharon, and soon they were sniping at one another. Dr. Stone observed quietly with a look of disappointment, and Mrs. Wedgwood simply looked hungry. You ungrateful parasites! Pierce screamed as he slammed his hand down on a table. All of you, you haven't the slightest appreciation for the magnificence of my collection. This is knowledge. This is power. It's you who spend my money injudiciously, not I. I've had to bail you all out a hundred times. Pierce focused one by one on the crowd. My loving nephew, James, is in such debt from gambling, he drinks to forget the death threats. My cousin Horace's indiscretions with questionable lady friends cost a small fortune in blackmail payoffs. And my darling niece, Sharon... I've had to buy her out of charges of stalking uninterested young men three times this year alone. Even my so-called friends are nothing more than sycophants. Take Mrs. Wedgwood here. She doesn't have a cent. Stock market failures, you know. <laughs> Why do you think she gets herself invited to every weekend getaway she can? The free food buffet. All you care about is my money. If I were to die today... You'd swarm over my estate like the carrion you are. Then you'd turn on each other. <laughs> it would be amusing to watch you drop like flies. I should put you all out of my will and leave you to twist in the wind. But suddenly there was chaos. Everyone began yelling. Accusations and denials flew like shrapnel. Dr. Stone tried to defuse the situation with calming words. But Sharon Rice called him Uncle's Little Toady and went after him with her fists. I had to restrain her. Uh, are all of his parties this lively? Things were spiraling out of control when Willoughby entered and calmly over the chaos said, Excuse me, sir. It's about dinner. You could hear a pin drop. It seems food really does calm the savage beast. But the hungry group was in for disappointment because Willoughby informed Pierce that dinner would be late. Normally, our host would be furious. He hated for his schedule to be disrupted. But appearing merely irritated, 
Pierce ordered us to return to the parlor for more drinks. Dinner will be at 8.30, he said, wiping his brow with his handkerchief. However, tonight's entertainment, a game of sardines, will follow dinner promptly. He turned to admire his collection. We'd been dismissed. The dark gathering of guests began filing out of the room. Sardines? Yeah, you know, hide-and-go-seek. The kid's game. Didn't you ever play hide-and-go-seek with your friends? (laughs) Even someone like you had to have friends. I, I never played games. What kind of childhood did you have? Well, anyway, at least sardines is better than the past. Pierce likes his entertainment mm, different. Last time...